Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nickel Park, a couch guided safari through the wilderness of life. I am your tour guide, Ben. I am your tour guide, Joshua. And I'm your tour guide, Luke. How's everybody doing today? I'm all right. Pretty well overall. Pretty well. A little, little hot. A little emotional. Just mm. uh, just married off my brother this weekend. Ooh. You know? Right. Did you pick his bride for him as his custom? Right. Yeah, I did. Um, it was quite the interview process, let me tell you that. Right. How many applicants were there? 308. That's incredible. Props to Jake for really yeah. pulling those in. You must have really sold him. <laughs> what did the ad look like? Uh, well, it was Taylor Lautner. Yeah, okay, I was going to okay. say. <laughs> it was a catfish. <laughs> right, it was a bit of a catfish. And so after the first round of interviewees where we actually brought Jacob, you know, on stage. Mm-hmm. You, you lifted the veil. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, the, the wedding veil. The first wedding veil. Yeah. Um, the dating veil. Right. Then it was dwindled down to uh, to ten. Right. Wow. And nine of them were guys, so you oh. had to go with. Had to go with Carly. The one. Yep. <laughs> that sounds sounds like a bunch of shallow people, really. Honestly, yeah. bunch yeah. of superficial. Like, they're lost. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, you clearly just... wound up with the best. The best one. Right. Sure, she's blind, <laughs> but. <laughs> Sure, she still thinks he's Taylor Lautner, but <laughs> what are you going to do? He's going to have to wear those fake abs for the rest of his life. <laughs> this is life. But honestly, I don't think he minds it all that much. Yeah. Every time he comes into the room, he's like, hey, it's me, Shark Boy, from the movie Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Speaking of Shark Boy and Lava Girl, one of those uh-huh. is an animal. Because uh-huh. <laughs> what? <laughs> You guys want to do an animal? Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to do that. Add one to the list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it Shark Boy? It is not. No, I think um, in the the bylaws of our animal rankings, they must be real uh, animals. Yes. Uh, nonfiction. Boy sharks are real, though. Y- yes, that is true. So we could do a boy shark sometime. Is there a difference in um, behavior? Hmm. Because, like, if you like a lion, you know the the dudes and the themes, they're way different. Right, the guys but are I lazy. But I feel like sharks, they they're basically all the same. I think it comes down to sort of um, uh, body scent. I think the guys mostly wear X. Mm. Mm. The boy sharks, the girl sharks, don't. Did you guys also picture a shark on a dirt bike flying through the air doing the double pits the to chesty? double pits to chesty. Because I, I did. I didn't, but I should have because that's hilarious. Yeah, it's in there now. Josh, can you uh, render that? I don't know if my skills are quite <laughs> to that level. Um, it would be tough. I'd, I'd, I'm not legitimately asking for that, but. But if you have the time. Again, I wish we had some artists who listen to the show. True. Yo, you, you just insulted like at least two people who considered themselves okay, artists all right. and fans of the show. Artists that sent us artwork. Is that better? Yeah. 
Yeah. Now we're insulting them in a different. Not really yeah. insulting. Now we're, we're insulting um, all the people who've actually sent in art. Mm-mm. Okay. No. All right. Listen. No, I've appreciated everyone that has all sent. Right, blanket statement. Mm-hmm. Let's just insult everyone who listens. That way, okay. no one feels singled out. Okay. All right, Luke. You right, start. Right. Right. Okay. Um, you guys are all short, and you smell like the aftertaste of Diet Coke. Hey, 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 dirtbag! I bet you're listening to this on free headphones that you got with your phone. You cheap piece of crap! I love you. Nice, nice. Hey guys, hey folks! I bet that you all love. Hey guys, you all. T- hey folks, you all taste like the first half of Diet Coke. <laughs> The nice. First taste of Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah, because it's all bad. <laughs> all right. Uh. All right. So for those that are still listening to this, what animal are we doing? We're doing a mosquito. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we're going. We're going back to a smaller stature animal. Mm-hmm. It was weird because Josh, you welcomed everyone back, and then I heard everyone leave again when we said mosquito. Oh man. Um, I don't know how to get Let's it back. Ca- can we ca- can we call it like something cooler? Yeah. Let's call it a vampire bug. Ooh, it is though. That. Yeah. Well, that's why I called it that was because of what it is. Yeah. I wasn't just like making it up. <laughs> Here's a fun name. It's a it's a it's a syringe insect. Mm. A needle nosed. I think maybe vamp. I think maybe vampire bug is still good. Yeah, vampire bug's probably the best. Okay. But, uh, Classic Ben starting with the best thing. Classic. Leaving no room for exploration. No playtime no play here. We've played enough. Let's okay. get down to the dirty details on these filthy boys and Let's girls. Do it. These blood sucking beatards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, strength right off the bat. Here we go. Zilch, nada, <laughs> literally um, none. The weakest would, thing we've done so far. I mean, unless we get on the microscopic level, there is no thing that is weaker th- than a mosquito. So I'm fine with giving it a zero. I yeah. I am too. I think anything that size or smaller is an automatic zero. Yeah. Because we're not talking about relative strength either, obviously, because an ant would be off the charts. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. This is just, you know, if this mosquito is trying to get to you, it is not getting to you by breaking down the door. Correct. No, it's going to take it a long time to do that. Right. Okay, easy. Speed. Uh, decent. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. There's got to be data on that, right? Yeah, I'll. let's see. They put a mosquito in like a wind tunnel, and that one died. So they're like, "Well, that doesn't work." So <laughs> then they just oh, try it's to not good. Radar it's not great. They're not fast. They look I mean, I so feel fast. Like, I feel like I can outrun a mosquito. You, you certainly you can. You absolutely could because their top speed is one point five miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I am risk. disappointed because I, I thought it was gonna too. be like ten. So so, how do they get people? You just have to move. You just gotta jog away from it. 
Yeah. So in theory, if you're walking, right, most people walk above one mile per hour. Mm-hmm. Right. They just got to get in your way. Yeah, they need to be coming in the opposite direction. They mm-hmm. can't catch mm-hmm. up to you. They have to be. Right. You guys have right. to intersect. Right. They latch on, and their buddy Timmy, he missed. Well, sorry, Timmy. Sorry, Tim. You will never get this blood. <laughs> All right. So faster than a stick bug. Yeah. S- faster than an anaconda? Question mark. No, no, no. Certainly not. Absolutely not. No. Okay. Also, did I put three D's in the word anaconda? You did. Okay. Well, just two. And okay. All right. Great. Anaconda. And anaconda. It's, but there's. Not there's no D in the first. first no, one. it's ana- anaconda. Hmm? But when I oh, said okay. it a second ago, I said anaconda. Oh, okay. I thought it was written anaconda. No. Okay. All right. Uh, so like what? A two. Probably a a two. Because there are slower, slower things. things. Right. Yeah. Right. But are there many slower things than the walking speed of a human? Not a lot. No. <laughs> All right, I, I'm good with a two. Okay. Like right. a mostly dead deer. That's probably slower. Yeah. Okay. A super oh. sick dog. I think. Yeah. Like an old sick dog. If we add in disability, <laughs> then. <laughs> um. Yeah. So no qual- no qualifiers. So okay. two, two, two. Two. Yeah. A two. Agility. Okay. Pretty good. It's got to be pretty good, yeah. Because, yeah. like, if – I mean, not as good as, like, other insects. Like, flies are infinitely mm-hmm. better, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it moves in three dimensions. Right. True. Right. Just like every other thing that has right. ever no, been. No, but I'm saying, like, X, Y, and Z uh-huh. uh, axes. Uh, right. right. Like we can do if we go okay, up down. Okay, okay, okay. Hmm. Sort of jump, listen, and duck. Yeah, but we can. St- yeah, but it can stay up there <laughs> and come back down. We right. we don't have a choice. Right. What you're saying is it can fly. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but but it can fly better than like a bird, except a hummingbird, because birds can ah. only fly forward, up and yes. down. Yes. Yes. But like a mosquito it's could go. Side to side. You're right. It can go all I, over. That is correct. So, um, I want to say like 18, 19. I don't know if I want to go that high. I was thinking like 15. More than less than a tiger, though? Hmm. Because if you tried swatting a mosquito out of the air? Yeah, sometimes it's really easy. Mm hmm. What do you think easier to. Hard. What do you think's easier to slap? A tiger? If, yeah. Or a mosquito? <laughs> I could so slap a to... tiger so easily. I've tried to swat a tiger out of the air. That didn't go well either. Hmm. I'm not so saying it would end well, but I could punch a tiger <laughs> pretty easily. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No. Well, let's say because I think if in a in a chase, well, that that brings speed into it, though. Mm-hmm. Is the thing. All right. Here's what it is. You're in a in a small area with a tiger where mm-hmm. it can't reach top speed and outrun you. Mm-hmm. It's for some reason scared of you and you have Mm -hmm. to slap it Mm. i don't know how easy you're gonna be able to slap that thing because it's gonna jump just clear over your head it's gonna hit you with some bing bong bings that's a good point gotta i heard you gotta catch him by the toe 
Oh, you do. Yeah. In order to find out which thing you're choosing. That's their weakness. Okay. All right. I. That's pretty convincing. What if we tie? What if we tie a tiger? It ties a tiger, just in diff- a different kind of yeah. sort of mm. agility, a different kind of dexterity. Okay. Like it can do flippy-doos that the tiger can't do. Right. And it can stay aloft. Right. All right. But it doesn't sort of have the, right. the speed raw, and power of a right. tiger. Right, raw power. We'll put okay. it on tiger level. All right. 17. Size. Mm. Minuscule. Yeah. Like a one. I'm going to... A one. I think a yeah. one. It's not a zero. No. Right. Because you got fleas and, you know. It's like a 0.07. Yeah. No, not 0.07. Oh, 0. Yeah. 7. Yeah, 0.7. <laughs> we can round to a one. We'll round right. to a we'll one. We'll call it a one. I think one's good. Okay. Uh, stealth. Kind of loud. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also lots of times when you're standing there, um, sipping a cool drink outside and you realize mm-hmm. that you've been bitten 12 times on both your calves and the back of your shoulders. That's true. That is true. So as long as it's I, not near your head. Right. In your face, around your ears, you got them kind of tagged. But I feel like... So I feel like I get bit on the back of my arms so much by mosquitoes. Mm. In the back of my legs where I can't see Yeah. Them. Because they're real sneaky, like, mm-hmm. and their feet, their feet are so light, you can't even I feel them. I think that they are accidentally stealthy, right? Just by pure uh, quality of their size, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they happen to be sneaky. I don't think right. they're doing it on purpose, but uh, that doesn't negate the fact that, that they, they are. are sneaky. Yes, yes, no, that right. I agree. I'd give them like. Like, what percent of your body is your head, surface area-wise? No, this makes uh, sense. I see I'd give them that much out of 20 sneaky. Yep. Like, they could get to, I would say they could get to 90%, 90% of your body's surface area. Yeah. So they're 18. Sneaky. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was, that might have been the most accurate one of these we've done. <laughs> that was <laughs> <laughs> spectacular. All right, X Factor. Here it is. Here, this is why we're here. I mean, I mean, it's a twenty. It's got to be a twenty. It's a twenty. <laughs> There's no way a way around it. Right. They have mm-hmm. killed more humans than any creature. Yeah. Could we just list all the things that they can give you? Zika. Malaria. Yep. West Nile. East Nile. South Nile. Less blood disease. What's and oh, North Nile. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. The less blood disease is a little known one that's maybe not killed as many people, but super effective. Right. That's in, when in, you get millions of mosquitoes yeah. on one person. In swarms. And, and they sort of dry up like a like a raisin. North Ooh, Nile. That's a there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I for, I'd forgotten which ones had been listed. Mm. Right. Did you remember after I said it already? Yeah. 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 Um, malaria too. too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. malaria, like the main one that they're. Josh said for. first malaria, but oh, malaria did. too. That's a new oh, one. Oh, malaria too, as in mm-hmm. not T O O. No, no, two. T- malaria too. 
the sequel. Malaria Phase 2. Can a mosquito transmit AIDS? I don't see why not. Yeah, probably. It's a a blood-borne disease, right? Yeah. So I don't see why not. But just like a little bit. Yeah. Right. Just a small amount of AIDS. I don't know how big AIDS is. What kind of packet size? Physical (laughs) volume. Too big to download. It's just like uh, one mosquito can fit one aid. Yeah, you probably only get aid singular. Right. Yeah. You go you go to the doctor and the doctor's like, Sir, you have trace amounts of aid. You have one aid. If it spontaneously uh regenerates Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is. What's the thing where, like, uh. Asexual reproduction. Yeah. yeah. Exactly that. Uh. Yeah, if it does that, then. Yeah, okay. The joke's over because I didn't know the word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright. So. Uh, so it's also, a 20. It's a 20. Also, this is something I found on uh, NPR. Uh, mosquito has six spear like proboscis. Which is. Six? Yeah. I thought it had one big one. Nope. Apparently, that's a cluster of like six of them, and they each serve their own purpose. That is so much more horrifying. Isn't so it? you got like one going, one coming, mm-hmm. and four that are holding like the wound open, playing music. Holding one of the them wound has open? to be providing the itch uh, poison. Yeah, yeah. One, one's sucking the blood. One's pumping the blood, pumping the the itch. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, did you say, is that literal? Four of them are holding yeah, it open? Yeah, well, sorry, That's two, of them, two of them hold the, the tube <clears throat> open, and two others are like saws, and they, they, cut, they cut through the flesh. <clears throat> yeah. That's incredible. Freaking insane. Who did they get to sit still for that little experiment <laughs> under the microscope? Like, oh, do you see how he's sawing you open? <laughs> okay, Fair all enough. right. So, the total, the tally. We're looking at a 58. Wow. Pretty good. Which, Pretty good. Yeah. That's only two behind a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and that tracks because, like, because in our scenario, the mosquito wants to kill you. Right. Yes. Unless, the mosquito wants to kill you. Right. Unless it is carrying malaria or something like that, it's not going to be able to do it. Right. Yeah. Right, just and, annoy you. Right, and so you have like a fifty-eight percent chance of it carrying malaria. I feel like that tracks. Right, yeah, that's. I think that's roughly what it is, of it carrying malaria or malaria to mm. any of the Nile diseases or Zika, the Cardinal you, Niles. <laughs> the Cardinal Nile. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there you go. Mosquitoes don't mess around with them. Nah. Should we go make some money? Sure. Yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the ad booth. This is where we make money so that we can continue to produce this award-winning show. This week, we are sponsored by a name that you might recognize but also might not um so there's a bit of a background story here so there was once a man named obadiah redenbacher and obadiah owned uh many acres of land and he divided this land into two parcels the corn and the okra now 
when Obadiah Redenbacher passed away, he bequeathed his very lucrative, very large corn portion of his land to his eldest son, Orville Redenbacher. And I, I think you might recognize that name. But what a lot of people don't know is that he then bequeathed his smaller parcel of okra land to his younger son, Otis Redenbacher. Now, we're not sponsored by Orville Redenbacher because uh, we haven't quite reached that level of fame, but we are sponsored by Otis Redenbacher. Uh, Otis, yeah, Otis uh, is kind of a slept-on brand, to be honest with you, uh, but he's been kind of a making a name for himself, and his popped okra b- line is hitting Walmart uh, this summer for your for your enjoyment. Uh, so we're here to kind of talk about some of the many exciting ways that you can enjoy Otis Redenbacher's popped okra. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and get things started with this. Um, so I have really been enjoying uh, Otis's line of popped okra, especially the um, I Can't Believe It's Not Butter line. Um, oh, so he's actually partnered with... Yeah, collab. Yeah, a little bit of a collab. Um, and so you open up this bag, and it is uh, a little soggy, a little, little soupy with mm. um, margarine. And uh, you kind of reach your hand in there and grab yourself a handful of soapy, not soapy, so- soppy, soggy margarine okra and and throw that bad boy. Mmm, yummo. And uh, you know how you know how one of the benefits of popcorn is that like the, the kernel shell leavings kind of get stuck in your teeth and you're kind of yeah. you kind of it's like a nice little snack mm-hmm. throughout the rest of the evening. Yeah, it's a little okra's, game. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little little game of hide and seek in your own mouth. And uh, okra's okra's uh, a lot like that. It's like that times maybe four or five, and that's fun, you know. So, so, uh, so, so, uh, all all tens across the board here for me. Then how have you how have you fared with your snacking? Um. Yeah, we got sent the sort of test bags. Of the popped okra, um, and I liked the um, I liked the sort of variety that they have of different versions. That like they've got some that I, it's called like super blasted, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Where they yep. just like they popped it, but they popped it pretty violently, right? Um, and it looks more like calamari. Uh, okay. Like it's just like like they pumped the air in the one end of the okra and the other end just sort of obliterated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one's pretty good. Um, it's real crispy. It's all it's all pretty much black inside. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one's good because um, really all you can taste is just sort of salt and and sort of like char. Mm-hmm. Um, the scalding oil that was pumped through it. Oh, sorry, blasted right. through it. Right. Um, yeah. So super blasted is probably my favorite. I like their um, the slow popped. Have you guys tried the slow popped? Mm-mm. So you like um, both spectrum, like two ends of the right. spectrum. The middle is kind of yeah, but um, the slow popped is fun because it's like they did the same thing with the super blasted, but they did it real slow. Mm. And so it they just like balloon okra balloons of okra. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are it's like um, like. Um, like the, it's like the poppables, mm. yeah, yeah. It's kind of like puffs poppable. It's very light and airy, um, so you can kind of fit one in your mouth and give it a little, and it just like pops in your mouth. 
Um, you're of course still left with the taste of okra, which is horrendous, but the f- the jo- the the feeling of eating it is delightful. Right. Sure. I like to wash it down with with any strong liquor. Um, <coughs> that's been my sort of snack right before bed. Good. Lately. Cool. Yeah. So um, my experience with it, um, I was confused to say the least so when i when i got my shipment uh the bags that it comes in look pretty similar to uh his brother's Mm -hmm. bags um so i was kind of under the impression that we had taken a step up in the world and had actually gotten orville redenbacher uh as a sponsor so i was expecting popcorn when i munched down my first time uh and was shocked to find that it was not so I mean, you know when you're expecting one thing, like you think you're about to drink some milk and it's orange juice, and you're like, Mm -hmm. whoa, that sure does taste different. Why is this orange juice white? Yeah, exactly. And even if you like orange juice, it's going to taste bad at first. Right. So I had that going on. So I tried it again, understanding what it was, Mm -hmm. uh, and it was still bad. Didn't didn't enjoy it even then. Um but I, I did my due diligence and ate all 14 bags that I was mm-hmm. sent. Uh, and it w- it's been a tough week. Let me just It's a say. lot of good fiber, though. A, yeah. Y- good fiber, yes. A roughage. I've, I've generally smelled worse just overall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have actually made comments about it. But, but hey, if you like ochre, it's probably, you probably like this, I guess. I don't know. Maybe there's someone out there. Okay. Okra Winfrey. That's pretty good. That's, that's, that's all right. That, that sounds similar. All right. Well, thanks, Otis. Uh, folks, if you uh, want to check out Otis and his good hot popped okra, you can check him out at otisredenbacher.com. And if you enter the promo code Nickel Park, you will get one free bottle of tequila with every purchase of okra. Um, all right. After we go big, we of course like to go home. And today I am doing a little advertisement for one of my new favorite products. Uh, this was a local Louisville startup, but I think they are attempting to go national. Probably see them on Shark Tank, which I don't think is a thing anymore. Any day now. Um, (laughs) so today, if you all, I'm actually sending you all a picture. Um, we are sponsored by Baby Bong. Baby That's bong. right. Bong? Baby bong. Baby okay. baby bong. Ah. Got it. The latest and greatest in baby feeding technology. This is a cool product, you guys. So I, I know I, life's been very different having a baby around. Um, but this was kind of one thing that seemed to really bring, one, a super effective, incredibly mm-hmm. useful. Um, my kid was a slow eater when he was first born. Um, and we have increased his eating capability. Just it's off the chart. This kid can finish eight ounces in a matter of seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty incredible. And it was just a fun like tie back to like it just brought college just that much closer. You know, like I've been out of college for a couple years, um, so it was just a lot of fun to kind of get that same experience, but with my son. You know. Um, so for those who, uh, who've never seen this before, this is essentially, um, 
like a like a um like a bong. It's a big funnel for. It's a big funnel, right? It's a, a big, big let's, long let's funnel. Clarify that it's like a beer bong, not a. Uh, it's a liquid. It's a liquid bong. Yeah, right. But like, it's similar to what you've probably seen as a beer bong, not a smoking mm -hmm. variety bong. Um, what is that you're talking about? I saw it in a movie. Yeah, so this is for this is for pounding liquids. Um, it's a big funnel with a long tube on the end. You can get it in different sizes depending on how fast you want your child to eat. Um, I think the highest they go is a two-story version, uh, which is difficult for some people to use if you don't have a two-story home, but incredibly fast. Um, yeah, so I mean, basically, it's super easy to use. Um, we've got the four-foot version because that seems to just sort of be the most economical. Works. It's easiest to roll up in the uh, diaper bag and take it with right. you to mm -hmm. family events or whatever. Um, but you pretty much just pull it out, stick one end of the tube in your little guy's mouth or little girl, um, pour the milk in the top funnel, make sure you're holding it up nice and high, and uh, let gravity do the rest. So. Your baby will never have to work uh, for food again. I mean, it, it's gravity just kind of rams the milk down in there. Pretty cool product. If you have a new baby or if you are just interested in drinking liquids quickly, uh, feel free to uh, give them uh, a look. And uh, if you use our promo code NICKELPARK, uh, I believe you'll get 15% off your first baby bong. Did you guys have I, this? This was more from me. Did, have you guys had any experiences with the baby bongs? I, I haven't. But just hearing what you've said, um, I wish I I wish this product was around when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. um, because, like, set aside the the time savings and just the multiple benefits that you already laid out. Uh, I wish that I had this or my parents had this when I was a baby because I remember we would always go to parties um, when I was a baby mm -hmm. and I felt, I felt left out, you know, mm -hmm. cause right. all the parties we went to, of course, all the adults are beer bonging right. left and right. Um, my parents and all their friends, it, it got wild and I just felt left out. Like I wasn't part of the culture and I didn't, it was hard to make friends at that point. Mm -hmm. right. So, I like I feel like this would have given me, you know, a foot in the door into you know, being accepted as as a member of the friend group. Right. Oh yeah. Plus huge style points. Um a lot of our friends have been having baby girls recently. Mm -hmm. Um and for the most part they're they're at this point they're all really older than than Ian. They're, you know, a couple months ahead of him at least. Um but He'll when they up. see him sort of just pounding his like his milk like mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. it's a it's a pretty big like whoa. This is a cool guy. Um, this this man in the onesie, um, with his Michelin man arms and legs is like this is like a cool dude. I want to be I want to be friends with this guy. Absolutely. Yeah, it's I mean it's a phenomenal product. I hope they ex ex extend it to adults. Um, I've actually I secretly bought a second one for myself and I use it to drink protein shakes because those things are the worst to sort of drink. Um, smart. So, um, yeah, at the end of the day, you just pop one in his mouth, pop one in my mouth. My wife pours us both down our nightcap and we head off to dreamy, dreamy land. All right. 15% off. Use the code nickel park. 
babybong.com. Get your first baby bong. Hey folks, we've we've said hey to you several times, but you know we're we're nice guys. Uh, welcome to the part of the podcast where we solve conventional problems unconventionally. Uh, today we got a pretty big one, uh, one with a lot of uh, societal and environmental impacts, and that is trash in the ocean. There's we got. We got these big old oceans, a lot of a lot of fish, a lot of life in there, and our human trash is getting in the way of their fish life. Mm-hmm. And Turtle we life. need to we got to solve it. We gotta we gotta put an end to it. All yeah. right. So let's do it. Okay. So right off the bat, I'm thinking, what do we have a lot of in the ocean, other than water? Trash? Okay, water and what else? Sea life. Sea life, exactly. So there's lots of fishes in the ocean. And fishes mm-hmm. like to eat stuff, right? Yes. But they're not equipped to do it, which is the part of the issue with the trash, is they can't eat the trash. Yes. But hear me out. What if we start collecting every type of species of fish? We bring them to our research labs. We... we uh, I don't know. It it would require a bit of like mutation for them to develop plastic eating acid enzymes into their digestive system. Mm, okay. And then we release them back into the wild. Now, we all know how evolution works. These fishes start eating up all the plastic, get big and strong and become the more, most powerful fish in the ocean, and then they reproduce and then their children have acid e- plastic eating acids in their stomach. And then they grow and grow and grow, and then eventually mm-hmm. they just eat all the trash. That problem solved. Right, and then they and then they're like, "There's no trash left, mm-hmm. but we're huge and strong. Let's grow legs and go mm-hmm. get them. Get that plastic from where they make it from. And then they're coming up and they're eating all of our trash wastes on the land. Brilliant. Mm. A secondary problem accidentally solved. Right. Except then they're like, "Well, we ate all that trash." Mm-hmm. And then they're, what's that? They're out back eating my lawn chairs. Mm. Oh, man. Well, that's a problem for our great-grandchildren to deal with. That's probably right. way down the line. Not right. for us. And if history we, repeats itself, an asteroid will be along any day now and take care of that problem. Right. True. Um, Here's, I don't know if this isn't a solution, but it's a thought I've had. Um, Have you guys ever put trash in the ocean? Uh, Directly? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I lost just, a wedding, a plastic, a rubber wedding ring one time when I was in the ocean. Okay, mm. wasn't expecting that. Ben, have you? <laughs> um, just the natural variety. Okay, I see what you're saying. What I'm getting at is we don't put trash in the ocean. I put my trash in a trash can, and mm. the trash men take it away. Mm-hmm. So and they throw they're it in the putting it in the ocean. Yeah. Why? Why are they doing that? I don't know. It seems like a long drive. I feel like society blames the common man, but mm-hmm. I'm so far from the ocean that mm-hmm. it ain't me. Well, and if it's not I had anyone, to... sorry, go ahead. In in the middle, yeah, 
of if I had to guess I would say that the river is probably closer to a lot of people oh. trash men so they're driving home and they don't want to lug all this trash back to the plant they want to go see mm-hmm. their kids understandably yeah. what's that a nice little gentle creek along the road they drop it in there and as we know all all drains lead to the ocean kid mm-hmm. dang you're right and that's how it happens that's how it happens so what okay. are you saying? Well, are you saying we kill trash men and women? I was thinking we do some kind of large-scale assassination of the trash industry. Right, okay. Um, but that, I don't know. That might not be too practical. I'll try to come up with something better. So, okay. uh, archaeologists. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're the ones who go digging for stuff, right? Correct. Uh, and they yeah. find they find all the old stuff. And what is all that old stuff basically? It's old people trash. It's old. It's old dead people trash. Yeah. From and they think it's cool because it's super old and broken. Yeah. So I'm thinking this is this is a long this is a long term plan. We're gonna need to um, create. So it's all it's all in the water, right? And water mm-hmm. you can kind of get to go places. You know, like you can convince it to kind of move around a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. What if we kind of do, you know, like in a pool, you know how you can walk around the outside, make mm-hmm. like a whirlpool? Whirlpool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can use like hose inside the pool to like push stuff mm-hmm. around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if we can make a current that will push all our trash to just one spot? Mm-hmm. Like we push okay. it all into Antarctica and then we yeah. cover it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> And we just and that's that, and then we cover that up, and then hundreds of years from now, archaeologists will come digging in Antarctica, which at that point will probably be like a desert or yeah. something, mm-hmm. and they'll be digging in the sand dunes, and they'll find a Coke bottle next to like a I don't know, like a like a CD case or, or something. Um, and they're like, whoa, look at all this treasure we just found. Someone must have buried here hundreds of years ago. Yeah. And, and it's a great solution because the trash has gone from our oceans and also future archaeologists get a real kick out of it. Have yeah. something to do. Because <laughs> <laughs> they dug up the rest of the world by then. <laughs> we could put little secret things in there for them, like notes. Yeah. Just the whole thing. <laughs> My plan plan is make a big current that takes all of the trash to one spot and then cover it up. Right. Maybe we use, like, all the boats. If we could get everybody together in all the boats, Mm -hmm. there's no way we we can't get, like, a good current going that way. Or maybe we put nets between all the boats in the whole world, and then we just kind of strafe across the sea, catch it all, take it all to Antarctica, because no one lives there. Oh, that could work. That's not a bad idea. Penguins, I think. What, I mean, there's um, plenty of boats. Go ahead, if you're still on that. I was going to say, was, there's plenty of boats. Like, surely there are enough boats in the entire world to string a basically continuous net across the entire mm-hmm. ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did hands across America. We could do nets across the Pacific. <laughs> That's really good. That's quite good. And you know who would be a great famous person to, to spearhead this? Forrest Gump. Well, well. A non-fictional famous person to spearhead this nautical adventure. 
I'm thinking Jimmy Buffett. Oh, okay, okay. I'm oh, thinking James, Jimmy Buffett. He would. Yeah, yeah he's he on the center do. sailboat. Right. And he's and he's got a flag on his ship, and it's like looking for my lost shaker of salt. Yeah, and people are just bringing him like trash salt shakers <laughs> that they keep getting. And he's like, not that one, but keep That's going. Keep looking. We'll get but it. And he he does find it and turns around, and everyone follows him, and the whole plan. <laughs> And it's, and it's not just a song. He really has been looking for his lost sacred assault the whole time. Right. <laughs> he doesn't even like sailing. It's just the only <laughs> way he can find his salt. <laughs> so, I, 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 yeah, I had an idea. What if we made trash heavier um, oh. so that it just went straight to the bottom as quick as possible and dodged most of the sea life? on its quicker descent because you know like i think one of the bigger problems a lot of people think of are like the uh those things that hold like sodas or Mm -hmm. cans of any kind the lovelace necklaces the lovelace necklaces yes Mm -hmm. exactly what i was thinking of those they gotta take months to get to the bottom oh yeah if not literally forever right yeah, so we just make all trash heavier so mm-hmm. that it just gets down there, gets out of the way. Because right. nothing's down there. No. Right. Nothing's on and the bottom. And they could start new coral reefs because those are dying off too. Yeah. Yeah. With all the, s- the big piles of trash down there on the bottom. We start packaging everything in cast iron. Crack mm-hmm, open yes. a nice cast iron Mountain Dew. Clunk. I agree. Or lead, really. We yeah, just. Honestly. All of our drinking containers are now lead. Mm-hmm. That is good. Okay, so I've actually had a really good thought. Um, first of all, it's Peter Dinklage's birthday. Today, people, listen. I got a lot of complaints because the birthdays I listed last week were on the day we recorded and not on the day the episode dropped. So you all can just chill out because <laughs> I'll do your, the day we drop it. It's Peter Dinklage's birthday. Um, but... Secondly, what what how did how do islands get made? I don't know, they break off and float away, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they get made out of lava. Yeah. And what mm-hmm. is hotter than lava? The sun plastic. Okay. No, nothing. It's nothing. There's oh, nothing okay. hotter than lava. <laughs> okay. So lava and lava and if lo- islands are in the ocean, which means there's got to be lava in the ocean, so all mm-hmm. we got to do is get all the trash into, a, like, a submerged volcano mm-hmm. oh, melt okay. that bad boy down. So that's kind of a combination of the pushing the trash and the heavy trash all yeah. at once. Mm. We need to get it down into an underwater volcano, burn it all up, make it part of the Earth's magma uh, Zone. The, zone. Cone. the magma cone the magma part of the earth that's mm-hmm. underneath the crust um, oh. and then we're making maybe we're making the earth a little bigger yeah a few more islands for us to vacation yeah. upon and, and it's called trash island but it's not it's made out of lo- trash lava lava trash not not the trash islands that we have now that are sad and full right. of actual trash. trash it's plastic and igneous rock hybrid yeah, yeah it's right it's sort of like um like blue and red streaked lava from all the melted blue and 
red things. Okay, this makes me wonder, though, how do we know that the trash people aren't already doing this? If they're throwing it in the ocean, and they've been trained to haul trash to an incinerator, what is a volcano if not a natural incinerator? Hmm. How do we know we that all the... It- we don't want it above the above the earth, mm. above the above the water, because then all those toxic things will get released into the air, and we could just put them in the water instead. That's probably way better. Yeah. What if we shot it into the sun? Okay. Mm. Burn it that way. We just you know fire it all in into space mm-hmm. toward the sun. Mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. Why, why don't we do that? Like, Elon Musk has rockets that return to Earth now, right? Yeah. Like, they go up and they come back down. So why can't we just load a couple rockets with, a with like, a, a tarp of trash, mm-hmm. shoot them up. All they have to do is stop, and the momentum will carry the trash forward, and then the rockets come back down. Yeah, it should be a new space, a new world space regulation. That it's like a tax you have to pay. You have to pay the trash tax. Every time you leave the Earth's gravity, you have to take some trash with you and dump it. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. It's like a tariff. So, yeah. I mean, people are going to start going to space like probably like like every day now. Mm-hmm. A lot soon more. Here. And they're just going to just take, let's take, you have to take your weight's worth in trash every time you go. Well, so I've thought of something just now. That's crazy. First of all, it's Shia LaBeouf's birthday today. Except it's not today because we're not recording on Shia LaBeouf's birthday. I know. Um, and second of all, I'm not. I'm gonna level with you. I didn't have an idea. I just oh. wanted to say it was Shia LaBeouf's birthday. Oh, okay. Okay. What if we build transformers out of the trash? <laughs> 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 yeah yeah that would work why not have we thought about a uh, pneumatic tube you know i have thought about it it started when you mentioned it and <laughs> i think my thought uh kind of went back to my previous thought that space is a vacuum mm-hmm. so if you just put a tube that opens into space mm-hmm. it's gonna have a lot of suck yep. yeah you're so gonna you want to be careful with that yeah, you just go over to the tube and pop it in. You're going to want to make sure there's no, like, sea turtles in there or nothing because that's going to be a sad story. Oh, no, well, we don't put it over the ocean. Is that oh. what you're saying? Yeah, yeah I was I thinking that there was just some dude out on a boat holding the end of a long tube and he was sucking trash up into space. Right. Oh, no, because that would suck the water, too. We, we would put it above, like, uh, you know, uh, where trash goes. On land. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, okay. so it just never goes to the ocean at all. Okay. Whatever's so there sort of... is too bad. Right. <laughs> this is from now on. <laughs> maybe we could maybe we could push it push the water the water trash somewhere and then suck it up. Okay, yeah. Um I mean the ocean level is already rising, so maybe if we took some water it wouldn't be too bad. True. That's a good point. Because of all the how the ice caps are melting. Mm-hmm. And then when the water gets out in space and freezes, maybe we can snag that, bring it back down, stick ah. it on the ice caps. We could brilliant. recap the ice caps. That's brilliant. That, that, that a little more. That that's it. That might that's be it, the one. Maybe. 
<laughs> Once again, pneumatic tube. You spoil us. Always the solution. All right, well, folks, That's we good. hope you enjoyed this episode of Nickel Park. Uh, if you have any feedback, uh, please leave uh, comments and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also email us at nickelparktours at gmail.com or you can hit us up on a, at Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. Thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song. Thanks to Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. And thanks to AMF for having us on the network. Uh, please tell anyone you know about this podcast. And thanks to Hugh Laurie for it being his birthday. Until next time. I'm Kodak Black. I'm Joshua. And I'm Luke. Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.